Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk Podcast. Today's episode, I'm doing predictions for NXT TakeOver Phoenix as well as the WWE Royal Rumble. Now, this episode is going to be a little strange as far as the way I had to edit it because I did full predictions with my friend Kayla, a.k.a. The Sheenom. You can check her out on Twitter. And she's in Phoenix right now for the Royal Rumble, actually. And that being said, we did our predictions a couple weeks ago, and it was the day before the match between Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman was changed to Lesnar versus Finn Balor. So right there, I knew I already had to make some changes to the podcast. Um, since then, some matches have been added as well. So what we're going to do on today's episode is I'm going to give you my full predictions for both shows first, then you'll hear my theme music, um, and then you'll kind of know that that's the break, and then you'll hear the conversation for me and Kayla. Now, me and Kayla talked about a whole bunch of stuff beforehand. Uh, we recorded a few hours worth of material, and what you're going to hear is essentially my theme music. I'm going to have her intro so you know a little bit about her, and then it goes right into kind of picking up where me and her are speaking about Matt Riddle, and then that goes right into our NXT predictions and then into our WWE uh, Royal Rumble predictions. Now, my predictions may change. Uh, we recorded that once again about two weeks ago. So I'm going to give you my current predictions first, and then you're going to hear our conversation from a couple weeks ago, once again, with more predictions. But what's interesting about that conversation is how how different my perspective and probably a lot of our perspectives on the show changed after I recorded these with Kayla. So it's definitely worth listening to, and it's actually really interesting to hear because um, I'm really down on the Strowman Lesnar match, for instance, and they changed that, which I thought was great. And there's a lot of other stuff in there too that, in hindsight, it's really funny, uh, just kind of the timing of it all. So that all being said, kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Once again, you're going to hear my predictions right now. So we're going to have theme music, my predictions, theme music, Kayla's intro, and then our conversation. Hope that all makes sense, and thanks for uh, sticking with me, but once again, I wanted to make sure to get the full predictions on here for you guys, as current as possible, because the show is this weekend, and it is, of course, brought to you by WrestleRumble.com. WrestleRumble.com is the place to be for all Fantasy Pick'em contests for WWE. Jump on there right now. WrestleRumble.com. Join the NXT TakeOver Phoenix Pick'em Contest as well as the Royal Rumble Contest. For NXT, the prizes are as follows. 1st through 5th get 40 MVP points. 11th through 15th get 30 MVP points. 6th through 10th get 35 points. And 16th through 20th get 25 points. That's a year-long contest that actually culminates next month. So if you've been playing the contests up to this point throughout the year at WrestleRumble.com, Definitely check out the NXT contest. Get those points up because the grand prize for the Pick'em contest is $1,500 cash as well as a uh, custom championship belt to let everyone know that you won for the year. Over on the Royal Rumble Pick'em contest, the prizes are as follows. First place, $1,000 cash. $1,000 to first place at the Royal Rumble Pick'em Contest at WrestleRumble.com. Second place, we have $100. Third gets $100. Fourth gets $50, and fifth gets $50. So $1,000, and then $100, $100, $50, $50. That's a lot of cash on the line for being a fan of professional wrestling. So these Pick'ems are brought to you 
by Wrestle Rumble. Make sure to follow them on Twitter at Wrestle Rumble. I know we talk about Wrestle Rumble a lot during the podcast as well with me and Kayla, but it's because it's important and it's something you should definitely check out. So that all being said, enjoy this episode of the Fight Talk Podcast. And here it goes. All right, so we're going to start with NXT TakeOver Phoenix. And the first match I've got here, Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. This was added fairly recently, actually, since the uh, the last predictions that you'll hear shortly. Um, I'm going to take Matt Riddle. I'm a huge fan of Matt Riddle. We actually uh, begin our conversation, me and Kayla, uh, with talking about how much we like Matt Riddle. And we were both surprised that Matt Riddle wasn't on the card, but I'm glad to see that he was added. Um, I think Riddle is a huge, huge part of the WWE's future, and I'm very happy to see the push he's gotten so far in NXT. I, once again, I'm going to take Riddle over Cassius Ono, and I hope to see Ono on the main roster soon. I've mentioned it a lot. Um, he deserves it. He's been around a long time. He needs to do something fresh, something new, and he's got Cesaro up on the main roster who he has history with. He can tag team with him. He can be a third member of the bar, possibly, with all the three-man teams WWE seems to like to do nowadays. I think it makes a lot of sense but that all said i'm going to say matt riddle takes the win in this one after that we got ricochet versus johnny gargano for the nxt north american championship i am going to take ricochet to retain the title i'm going to say ricochet um walks away with the belt after a really really good hard-fought match but as me and kayla talk about later on there's a lot of ways that that one can go but my final choice on that one is ricochet after that we got the undisputed era Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong taking on the War Raiders for the NXT Tag Team Championships. I cannot remember who I chose in the Pick'em before. This is a really tough one to choose. Really, really tough one. Um, The War Raiders got the win in the uh, War Games match, which I believe I mentioned in the conversation we'll hear shortly. So I believe I'm going to take Undisputed Era to get that win back. And the rest of the era not being on, you know, Adam Cole especially is confusing. So they need to have a strong presence on the show. I'm going to say Undisputed Era retains the titles. After that, we have Shayna Baszler defending the NXT Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. I'm going to take Baszler, Baszler to retain the title. Um, I think it'll be a solid match, and I think Belair has a lot of potential. She shows a lot of athleticism, a lot of uniqueness in what she does. But I think Baszler is the right champion right now, especially if they want to do something with her and the other horsewomen. I think they need her looking strong. So I'm going to take Baszler. And I have uh, Tommaso Ciampa defending the NXT Championship against Aleister Black. I would imagine this will be the main event of the show. I am going to take... Man, I can't... This is such a tough one. There's so many different ways they can go. I'd prefer if Ciampa retained the title... I think I'm going with Aleister Black, though. I'm going to say Aleister Black. I'm going to say Aleister Black retain, or, uh, wins the title back. And then there's a lot of ways I can go with this. Of course, you know, Velveteen Dream not being on the show either is, is confusing and interesting as well. Maybe, you know, with this also being the day before the Royal Rumble, some of these people might be showing up, and that's part of this reason as well. Um, but I'm going to take Aleister Black to win back the NXT championship yeah i'm gonna take alistair black 
I can't even remember if I took him uh, a couple weeks ago. I can't, but as of right now, uh, that's who I'm going to go with. I'm going to go Aleister Black on my official predictions. And now let's get into the Royal Rumble predictions. Uh, first up here, I have Rusev defending the United States Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura. I believe this will be a pre-show match, uh, which is really sad for both guys. I'm going to take Rusev to retain. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things. I, Nakamura recently lost the belt to him. I don't see any reason to put the belt back on Nakamura. And I've actually heard Nakam rumors about Nakamura potentially leaving the WWE when his contract is up, which... Uh, for his sake, probably isn't a bad idea, especially with the other options out there. So, But that said, I'm going to take Rusev to retain the title. And in the other pre-show match, well, at least I think this is a pre-show match, uh, Fatal 4-Way for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. We have Buddy Murphy defending the title against Akira Tozawa, uh, Hideo Itami, and Kalisto. I'm going to take Buddy Murphy to retain the belt, but I think all four of these guys are very talented in the ring. And I think that's... This is a real opportunity for them to really showcase what they've got. And there's a lot of possibilities for a lot of cool stuff in this match. I'd really like to see Tommy get highlighted, and I'd love to see him get the belt, but I just think that Buddy Murphy is a good champion for now, and I think it makes sense for him to retain. So I'm going to take Buddy Murphy to retain the belt there. Um, after that, we have The Bar defending the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships against The Miz and Shane McMahon. I'm going to take The Miz and Shane to win the match. I think that's building to something bigger. Potentially a singles match between The Miz and Shane at WrestleMania, or potentially The Miz uh, using Shane to get a bigger match like the World Championship um, or something like that. So I'm going to take The Miz and Shane to retain, or sorry, to beat the bar for the uh, Tag Team Championships. After that, I got Ronda Rousey defending the Raw Women's Championship uh, against Sasha Banks. I'm going to take Ronda Rousey to retain the belt there. I think that it's interesting that people are talking about Rousey potentially leaving the WWE after WrestleMania, um, I I'd imagine at the very worst, she would go part-time. I don't think she's going to completely up and bail completely on the WWE, but we'll see what happens. And clearly they have big plans for her for WrestleMania. So I'm going to say Rousey retains over Sasha Banks, but I think it'll be a really good match. And I think Sasha can really, uh, really elevate this one. Um, after that, I have Asuka defending the WWE SmackDown Tag Team, or sorry, Tag Team, WWE SmackDown Women's Championship against uh, Becky Lynch. So we have Oscar versus Becky. I'm going to say Oscar retains the belt more so because Becky, I think, is going to try to insert herself in one way, shape, or form into the Raw, uh, the Raw title scene because there's all that heat between herself and Rousey. And we'll get to the Royal Rumble matches themselves here in a second, but uh, I think Becky Lynch. Uh, you know, I think she's going to have a big spot at WrestleMania, potentially even the main event, but I think Asuka's going to defeat her here, which kind of similar to Daniel Bryan back at WrestleMania 30, we're going to kind of feel like Becky's getting swept under the rug, but she'll rise, rise past it. <clears throat> but as far as the predictions, I'm taking Asuka. Up next, I have Daniel Bryan defending the WWE Championship against AJ Styles. We've seen this one a few times now on WWE TV, and I'm ready to kind of see something new, although this match I expect to be very, very good, and both of these guys are two of the best in the world. I'm not complaining about this match happening, but I do like seeing you know matches kind of change and stuff, but that all being said, it should be very, very good. I'm going to take Daniel Bryan to retain the title in what I expect to be one of the best matches of the night, and I, uh, I don't know what they do with AJ from there, but... He did such a great job as the champion for the past year that, I mean, he's still at the top of his game. So both guys are great options for champion, but I think the new Daniel Bryan 
uh, should walk away with this victory and keep the title. After that, I've got Brock Lesnar defending the WWE Universal Championship against Finn Balor. This was originally Braun Strowman, and I'm very, very happy, as you will hear shortly with uh, myself and Kayla, very happy that Braun Strowman is not a part of this match anymore. And as far as a winner, I'm going to take Brock Lesnar. Now, I think it's interesting that Finn Balor has publicly said that he's not going to be doing the demon, none of the body paint or any of that stuff. He's just going to be like just Finn Balor, the cool guy or whatever, leather jacket, whatnot. Which, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of cool with, but he's so good as the demon and like so believable as like an unstoppable like force that I don't know why you wouldn't, in a match like this, probably the biggest match of your career, why you wouldn't quote-unquote, use the demon, you know, storyline-wise. Like, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me why he wouldn't do that. Unless they have a rematch plan down the line where the demon will come out, you know, to face Brock at a you know later date and maybe get a win later. But, you know, or maybe they're just swerving us and he will come out as the demon, which I think would be smart. Either way, demon or no demon, I think Brock Lesnar retains the title and heads into WrestleMania with the WWE Universal Championship. Up next, I have the Women's Royal Rumble match. Obviously, a lot of different options here. Uh, the main kind of picks, in my opinion, are Charlotte and Becky. It'd be cool to see Becky. I believe Becky will be in the match either way. Um, but it'd be cool to kind of see Becky lose to Asuka and then come out. Like, kind of like the opposite of the Royal Rumble, uh, I think it was 2014, with Daniel Bryan uh, not coming out. And, you know, we got Rey Mysterio and all that stuff. Uh, they can make the fans happy and have Becky actually enter the Royal Rumble match after losing the uh, Women's Championship match earlier in the night. But I think Charlotte and Becky are the two like most obvious choices. And if I have to pick one, I'm going to pick Charlotte. But I also think it'd be interesting if it was like a double, like a double win or whatever. Like both of them fall over the top rope and hit the floor at the same time. And we don't get like a restart or anything. We just get maybe the two of them just keep fighting each other on the outside or something. And it just kind of gets thrown out. And the two of them wind up both getting to choose, uh, you know, Ronda Rousey's title to go after or something like that. They got a lot of options. I actually even saw Justin Labar, which this is a completely insane prediction. It was just interesting to listen to where he said just a scenario he had thought up that Charlotte wins the Women's Royal Rumble. And Becky takes our truth spot in the men's Royal Rumble, comes out at number 30, and Becky Lynch wins the men's Rumble, and then chooses Ronda Rousey, uh, chooses you know that, so that's her way of getting it. So two women, you know, a woman wins each of the Royal Rumbles, and they both choose Ronda Rousey, which is a crazy idea, but, I mean, it was just kind of interesting to think about. And after that, we have what will most likely be the main event of the show, the men's Royal Rumble match, and... I am torn between two people here. Uh, the main, my, my pick is going to be Seth Rollins. I'm taking Seth. I think it makes the most sense for him to go after Brock. But I also am pretty sold on the idea of John Cena either winning the Royal Rumble or still challenging for the WWE title at WrestleMania. Because he has the option of, you know, if he won the Royal Rumble, him versus Brock is a big match with their history. And him versus Daniel Bryan is a big match with their history and their ties with, like, the Bellas and all that stuff. Um, and John Cena, you know, he hasn't been, like, the most high-profile guy for the WWE, you know, in the last couple of years. 
but he's still super recognizable and he still has that elusive 17th championship that he needs to win before he hangs it up. And what bigger event to do it than here, you know, either against Brock or Daniel Bryan. So I'm totally cool with John Cena as well, but I'm going to choose Seth Rollins to win the Royal Rumble and go on to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania or even Daniel Bryan. I think Brock Lesnar most likely, but him and Daniel Bryan would be fire as well. I'd love to see that. Um, and that is it. I believe I can't, I can't think if there's anything else I wanted to add to that before we get to the conversation with Kayla. Um, also, you know, of course, make sure to check out WrestleRumble.com. First place for the Royal Rumble Pick'em Contest is $1,000, which I am, uh, very, very, very excited to possibly win. And you should be too. And I also want to mention that I am in a Royal Rumble prize pool right now where if the number 21 entry wins, so my number was 21, that was randomly drawn for myself, if number 21 wins in the men, the men's or the women's Royal Rumble, I win some cash for that too. So keep your fingers crossed for me. Hope you guys enjoy the Royal Rumble and NXT TakeOver Phoenix. And you're going to hear my theme music, and then you're going to hear an intro from Kayla, and then you're going to hear our conversation. It picks right up. It's going to sound a little weird, but enjoy it. And here it is. My name's Kayla. It's Kayla. Uh, She's a big wrestling fan. Tell, tell us a little about yourself, Kayla. Uh, God, I'm probably the most boring person on earth. Um, I work as a makeup artist, but I fell in love with wrestling like five or six years ago, maybe a little bit a You're little like a bit CM longer. Punk fan or something like that, right? <sighs> Let's not. Can I, can I ban that name from the entire... Well, that's what got you into wrestling, wasn't it? <laughs> it's so true. My, my husband grew up watching wrestling, so... Um, he would watch it in the living room and I didn't give a shit. I would turn on something else. And then finally one day I just got too lazy to plug in the laptop and fell in love with it. Yes, CM Punk definitely was like my first, that Royal Rumble 2014 was my first pay-per-view. Okay. Which was when he quit. Right. That's wild. So wow. I, I went to, God, where did did I get it? A, a Kmart. A Kmart got a CM Punk shirt nice. because nowhere sold wrestling shirts at that time. So I got a CM Punk shirt and I was so excited. And then the next day he quit. So thankfully I wasn't like scarred for life or anything. So it's now 2019, and yeah, I, I'm yeah I would say I'm pretty. Yeah, and you do your own podcast as well. Uh, I do. I'm a part of Music City Horror. Um, We talk about scary stuff. So if you want to uh, find us, if you're a horror movie lover, definitely check us out. Um, But yeah, I've got a, I've got a team. But I don't. You'll get some wrestling inserts if you listen to us. We, we, me and Eli, my buddy, usually talk about wrestling at least once every episode. (laughs) I met Eli at Dojo Pro, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Eli went with me to Mania. And we just both happened to like wrestling. He actually found me through Subgraps, which is really funny. So he, he, he found me through wrestling. And then we started a horror movie podcast. It's a pretty interesting story. So he's uh, we're probably going to hit up Double or Nothing together. <laughs> we're doing Royal Rumble predictions yeah. uh, here in a second. But, like, I would l- I'm not, I'm not going to pick Matt Riddle to win the Royal Rumble. But I would love it if that actually somehow happened. That like, would be debuts incredible. in the Rumble wins it, and then wrestles Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. That would be 
So, because the problem with Brock Lesnar is finding him opponents that are, you know, that people think can actually beat him. Um, I definitely we'll think Matt Riddle can definitely beat Brock Lesnar. Well, there's Matt some... Riddle can do anything he puts his mind to. <laughs> well, I mean, it's great because obviously having, you know, he was a not he was not only just the UFC fighter, he was a very good UFC fighter, yeah. Matt Riddle. He just got fired from the company because he couldn't pass a drug test, which is <laughs> which is pathetic. Because like, who the yeah. fuck cares if you're smoking weed? Like, I I don't I don't know why in the world they're even getting tested for marijuana, you know, in the UFC to begin with. But that's the only reason for people who might not know. Like, he was on a four fight win streak in the UFC and got fired because he failed like two or three pot tests, and they just. Not only not only did they fire him, Dana White publicly trashed him for a long time, saying so sad. Well, what's really ironic about it is he would say in interviews, Dana White, the president of the UFC, would say, you know, Matt Riddle, this guy's a clown. Like, where are you ever going to go ever the rest of your life and make this kind of money? And like, now you're he's messed up your whole life. He's making way more money than oh, WWE than he was sure. in the UFC. He's sure. making more money, according to my friend Sean Ross Sapp over Fightful dot com. He told me that Matt Riddle is making more money doing the indies than he was making in the UFC at one point. So, I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. Like, Matt Riddle, yeah, I'm all about Matt Riddle. Same. Um, but he would also be great in AEW. But he's going to be in NXT or uh, WWE for quite a long time, I think. I mean, it's it's definitely going to be a fun year. It's oh, going to be a fun year just to find out and see where this goes. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, we're going to get the drama. We're going to get the drama of, people signing to the traders. So I'm I'm gonna try and go to double or nothing. I'm gonna I'm try probably, to I'm probably to. ditching Vegas, mania. Right? Yeah, it's in Vegas on May twenty fifth. So I'm probably ditching weekend. mania. Uh well yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting trip, but we're trying to go. So, so you're saying you're ditching mania like you're not gonna go to New York at all? I don't think so. We never finished talking about that before the show, I guess. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit. But... I don't think so. I think I'm gonna ditch it. Go to I mean, we'll I'm, see. I'm totally down. My uncle lives in Vegas. I'll, I got I'll know for sure after the Rumble. Okay. And by the way, Kayla's going to the Rumble. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned that on the show or not, but she'll be there in Phoenix. So. I will be. I'm going to be uh, at our next topic, uh, TakeOver Phoenix, yes. which, holy shit. This, this is why I'm going to Phoenix. The Royal Rumble's great. It's going to be fun. I wanted to experience it. It's kind of like a bucket list it's thing. It's the most fun show of the but, year, it honestly is. But TakeOver Phoenix is... In my heart, why I'm going. Sure. That's why I'm going. Because that's where that's where I'm going to see the matches that are going to have me jumping out of my seat. Every takeover delivers. We know this. We haven't had a, ever a boring takeover. I, I, the last time I was at a takeover was TakeOver New Orleans. And that entire place was on fire. I was there too. Oh, yeah. It was just. Oh, yeah. They are so spectacular. And, and really what honestly keeps me watching WWE wrestling. Because if you. it wasn't for NXT, I would not watch it. You know what? I wouldn't be watching either if it wasn't for my good friends over at WrestleRumble.com. Over at WrestleRumble.com, guess what you can do? You can win over $1,000. $1,000. WrestleRumble.com Royal Rumble Pick'em Contest. I want to make sure to plug that once again. And also let you know there will be a NXT TakeOver uh, Phoenix contest at WrestleRumble.com. The prize list is not available just yet, uh, but jump on WrestleRumble.com uh, to, to enter when it is available. And also go on there to enter the Royal Rumble contest. And make sure to follow them on Twitter at WrestleRumble 
So you're always staying up to date on all their contests. You want to win a lot of money. I mean, being a pro wrestling fan or title belts. You know, if you want to put this on your shoulder, we're about to do NXT. Do you want to put this on your shoulder? Yes, I do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Beautiful. There you go. Oh. So Kayla has the am, NXT replica belt. I am belt. the NXT champ. I look <laughs> stupid with this. Oh no, you look cool. But you look really I cool. Feel really cool. Yeah, it's I a, feel it's a like good belt. Dave Batista right now because I've got the hat on and a scarf. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel like very Dave Batista right now with this belt. I'd see I look it. amazing. You look amazing. I'm gonna that. sit. I'm gonna, really you know what? I'm just gonna sit. Yeah, like take this. it. I'm gonna I'm gonna live the fantasy. I'll take a picture before you leave okay, just I'm, of that. That's great. Yes, that's but this is this is how we did the podcast. <laughs> um, we'll we'll make sure and we post that on Twitter. <laughs> yes, yes, on Twitter at fight talk underscore and the Sheenom. Mm-hmm. The Sheenom. Thank you. Uh, well, kind of you know Undertaker Ember Moon. I was gonna say Ember Moon, yeah. right? It's like that's. I I, I I like to liken it more back to the Phenom, but the Sheenom is definitely Ember Moon's like one of her things and. She calls herself that, so that's my that's my handles everywhere. I think. It's Is there like, any punctuation in there? It's just I, you, know. you know what you you ask me, and it's two different ways because I couldn't get it the same way. I think my Twitter is the dot sheenom, and then I think maybe it's the other way around. I think I'm, Twitter would be with an underscore. Oh no, something. no, Twitter is just the sheenom, and okay. then Instagram is the dot sheenom. So if you want to see me yell about wrestling and occasionally. Uh, maybe some K-pop and drag queens. Please follow me. <laughs> mostly, <laughs> mostly wrestling. Um, and shout out to uh, my girls in the WrestleBait order if they're listening. Queen of the Ring, all my girls. So uh, yeah, you'll you'll see me yelling with them on Twitter um, or pictures of my dog. Yeah, you got to help me out with that. Those those girls, I always see those girls with you guys. And, uh, <laughs> I am single at the moment. Oh, gosh. So, I will, I mean, hashtag WrestleBay. I mean, wrestle I'll bay. see. Yeah, it's wrestle. Yeah, hashtag WrestleBay. <laughs> hashtag WrestleBay. That's the only reason I invited you on the show. I'm just trying to get oh in with, your, God, with, so your, with, your, with your cosplay friends. Just using me for just my... Just using you for your friends. And it, I'll, yeah, uh, watch TakeOver Phoenix and look for the... Uh, look by the ramp for the group of uh, Undisputed Era girls. That'll be it. There you go. That's Love the Undisputed Era. We're to talk about that right now. Yeah, so what are your picks? So, we're going to start with Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano. That's going to be for the NXT North American Championship. There's only four uh, matches, by the way, that have been announced. I'm assuming a fifth one, because they don't have Matt Riddle or Keith Lee or Cassius Ono mm-hmm. on here, and like the three of them have kind of been doing some stuff. I guess we'll find out probably this week. Yeah, or maybe they'll do what they did last. The last takeover was just like impromptu, like Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono well, just happened. Here's my point: is where the fuck is Velveteen Dream tonight? That is a great point. I didn't so even who realize is he that. Gonna they should do some sort of like six or eight man match, like maybe like a six man match where they do like Velveteen, Riddle, and Keith Lee versus like Ono and like I don't know, I don't know who else. See, they can't put Velveteen on the back burner. What I think needs to happen is that our title match needs to turn into a three way. They put uh, Velveteen in there with yes. Alistair Black and Tommaso, but it wouldn't. He hasn't been a part of the story. So, I don't know. We'll see. I just, he's just so deserving of a title match every takeover. Want to know what it is? What? Rumble. Yeah. 
Velvet Jean Dream. Getting called up. He's, he's debuting in the wrong Vince, way, call me up. I think this is it. Ugh, they're just gonna shoot. I didn't him even to the think. Top. I didn't even think about it till just now because also, what what else can you do with Velveteen if you're not gonna give him the NXT title? Like, what's left? It's just really strange that they would expedite him. I mean, it's not strange that they would expedite him to the main roster. It's strange that they would just skip the NXT title for him. I guess. Well, but he's just he's one of the biggest stars. Right. He's the next big thing, apparently, you know, according to John fucking Cena. So, I mean, expediting might not be a bad thing, but it just makes me nervous. Well, and he, it makes me nervous, too. It makes me nervous every time I need to But that, that music's going to hit Velveteen Dream, and that roof is going to explode. And who knows what he'll dress up as. You yeah, know, like right? He'll come out as someone else or something and look all crazy. Like He's great. I love Velveteen. But, yeah, I'm, I am concerned, but at the same time, He's so character based mm-hmm. that like I will I mean he's either gonna there's gonna be no in between with Velveteen Dream he's either gonna wind up like No Way Jose like just totally fucked like Adam Rose style or he's gonna wind up being like the focal point of the entire show like there's gonna be no in between like he's right. either gonna become like so popular that like they have to put the belt on him I feel or... like he's all he is already popular everyone yeah loves when he's only like twenty two or twenty three years old yeah. like. He has time. Yeah. But, but where is he gonna fit in an NXT takeover arena? Well that's what I'm saying. Maybe like I don't not. think I don't think like that's my that's my kind of reasoning here is like if yeah. he's not on this show, there's no way that like that's just like they just like I forgot just, about him. You I know? feel um him and Alistair Black recently had a match and they both did the the back uh back springing off the ropes into Indian position right beside each other and it just mm-hmm. made it made me think that maybe they're going to reignite part of that feud because it was just such a good feud and that would make sense if he showed up in between Ciampa and Aleister Black because he's, he's had a feud with Aleister Black. Him and Al- Aleister Black have a history and he wants that title. He wants to be NXT champion, so why wouldn't he insert himself somehow? So I guess we'll see, but Ricochet and Johnny Gargano, what do you think? I'm thinking, so there's two There's two completely different lines of thinking that I have for this, right? So, like, and this will get into the main event a little bit, too, but, like, I, I have to, to for this to make sense. I feel like they're either going all the way where, like, Gargano is going to win this and Champa is going to retain, and it's going to be because Gargano helps Champa and DIY is going to hold both that those belts. That was what I was, that's my line of thinking. That's what I see. Or it's the other way, complete opposite, where, you know, Ricochet retains, Aleister Black, Black wins, retain, wins and also. And they reform DIY. But they're going to get moved up to the main roster as DIY. As DIY. Oh, I'm okay with either of those. I mean, I, I mean, well, here's the other thing, too, is like, this is the, it's the thing that, with, that everybody at one point or another is going to deal with at NXT is, like, how much longer before you have to put them on the main roster? Because right. they're they're going to get stale in NXT, or like they just there's nothing really left. It's kind of like the sink or swim yeah. time, you know. Like, and that's the weird limbo period with NXT that can be really dangerous. With like Velveteen, for instance, you know what I mean. That's a great example. Like, like I think he should be on the main roster because I don't want to see him get stale on NXT. But there's a lot for him to do in NXT. Mm-hmm. Like if if Aleister Black beats Tommaso Ciampa. My bet is Aleister Black versus Velveteen in the main event of the WrestleMania weekend. Like, they do the rematch okay, fair for enough. the belt. Because the first time wasn't for the belt or anything, you know, but it was a fantastic match. I like match. the idea of that. Or, 
you got Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano holding both of these belts, and they can, you know, maybe Matt Riddle is the guy against mm-hmm. Tommaso, or, you know, there, there's, that's the great thing about NXT in general, there's a ton of options, but when that, when the main roster is picking guys right now, like, they want Lars to come up, but apparently he's dealing with, like, anxiety mm-hmm. or something. I read about that. Um, they're, you know, EC3, like, they're, they're trying to infuse and heavy machinery. Like, they're trying to put these people on the main roster well, to... Well, and to... I also think that they're panicking. Oh, 100%, because the ratings suck. They're trying to a- do something AEW's to get people... definitely making them panicking. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. So, we'll see. I, like I said, I think that it's definitely going to be an interesting weekend. Uh-oh, there it is. You only get one beer if you heard it. <laughs> you only get one beer. I'll, I'll buy, no, I'll buy you a beer if you come up and tell me that you heard the train. Oh, but wow. But finding me is going to be the fun part. No one knows who I am. She's the one with the tattoos. Oh, yeah. That's really, yeah, it's going to be really easy to spot. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of people with tattoos. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why I was kidding. Spot. I'm going to wear say, a fucking turtleneck. Tattoo. I'm the girl in the turtleneck. The girl in the turtleneck. <laughs> um, no, fuck you. I'm not going to wear a turtleneck. I'm going to wear a wrestling shirt. Wrestling shirt. i got to wear a wrestling shirt, too. I don't know which one I'm going to wear. I don't know what I'm going to wear. Maybe, Maybe Kev Koo. I don't have a Koo shirt I might yet. wear my Koo shirt. Koo sat in that chair right there. Oh, Yeah. I call him Kelvin. Kelvin. Kelvin Koo. He's a great dude. One of the most improved wrestlers of the year. He's been doing great stuff. I actually voted him as the number two most improved wrestler of the year on the uh, Southern Wrestling Awards for Dylan Hales. Uh, my first, first choice, just for the record, was... Uh, Warhorse Jake Parnell. I had him as number one. Most improved. Kevin Q is number two. But I did take Kevin Q as the best match of the year on the Southern Indie scene. Him versus Tracy Williams at Sup. I That's thought that was amazing. the thought that was the best match of the year. That's amazing. Voted for him. Um, as far as this match with Gargano and Champa though, I'm gonna or sorry, with Gargano and Gargano and Ricochet. I like both of those options. I'm taking Ricochet though. Couldn't I'm gonna not. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Ricochet. Because where else what what the fuck else is Ricochet? Or right. a twist, Adam Cole. Where's Adam Cole? Wait, Adam Cole doesn't have a match? I'm just not realizing that also. Oh my god! Okay, so because here's... Like, Adam, strong do obviously. Adam Cole interferes with Ricochet and Johnny Gargano. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up because now I'm in a panic because I realize that Adam Cole doesn't even have a match yet. It's not Adam Cole versus the Velveteen Dream. <laughs> are they all getting called up? You think the War Raiders beat Undisputed Era and the and the Era gets called up? They rumble. They have they have to call all of Undisputed Era as a as a group. They sure. cannot call them up separately. I agree. Although I will say the Dark Horse and all that is Kyle O'Reilly. I think Kyle O'Reilly love... is going to be a world champion. Oh, he's amazing. He's the best. He's hilarious. And he's diabetic. A lot of people don't realize, like, that guy's, like, he has, like, the, like, not, like, the self-inflicted, he's just, like, he's dealt with being diabetic since he's, like, a child. That's crazy. And I've heard people, like, back when he was, well, actually, here's a good example, Danny Adams, who I've interviewed on this show. Kyle O'Reilly helped train Danny Adams, and Danny said he has never gone through workouts so intense in his entire life is when Kyle O'Reilly is running like the workouts. He oh said, my God. like people who know Kyle O'Reilly are actually afraid for Kyle O'Reilly because they're like, he's diabetic, which is like, it's not, it's not like it's a handicap, but it's somewhere you have to watch like how hard you're working. You got to take care of like how, what your blood's looking yeah. like. You have, there's things to consider and he busts his ass harder than everybody. So sure. everyone's always like, man, Kyle, I want to slow down I a little have, bit, man. I have a soft spot for Kyle O'Reilly. I he's just great. think that he's a funny dude. 
Yeah. Um, but I really love Bobby Quinn. I've seen you say stuff about about I him on uh, on Twitter. I think he's very handsome. With that mustache, also, huh? He's just he just he's got like that kind of like oh, got his eye off him. a little bit. I love him, but I love the undisputed era. What? I love the Undisputed Era, which was the best, let me just say really quick, we're not going to get into a big debate about this, was the best thing to ever happen to Roderick Strong. Oh, yeah. But oh, I'm not gonna, we're not going to get into that, because I could talk about that for a while. Oh, but... I marked out majorly when he made that turn in uh, New Orleans. Um, have you seen the picture of me and Jeremy with me with my hands yes. over yeah, my yeah, face? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the moment. Yeah. That's the moment. That's the moment that... Roddy turned on Pete and joined Undisputed Era, and that and Jeremy is in the back doing the Undisputed Era hand sign. Oh, oh my God! It's, it was yeah. just such a moment, and that was the best thing that ever happened to Roderick Strong. So who? I mean, now that you've put this bug in my head, well, I'm just I think putting they're out gonna drop. Spots. I think they're gonna drop an Undisputed Era. It's gonna go to the main roster. Because because a lot of my line of thinking with that kind of stuff is knowing that they're they're in the process of trying to push new people on the right. main roster. So right. it's like who are they gonna who are they gonna pick out of these groups and who isn't on this show? And you have to think about when are they gonna what are they gonna do now? What are they gonna do before Mania? Like right before Mania, maybe not before Mania. What are they gonna do now and what are they gonna do at Mania and then the day after? Right. That's the three big debut times is Royal Rumble, day after Royal Rumble, probably. And then uh, Mania and the day after Mania. Raw and SmackDown after Mania. That's when I, AOP got like called up, and it's just yeah. it's those key times during the year typically where they do debuts or surprise call ups. So I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. I mean, they could retain, but I feel like they should just put it on War Raiders at this point. Like, I'm gonna take Undisputed Era to win, but like. It may, that's mainly because the War Raiders, you know, got to win it at uh, uh, War Games. Like, like when they had, like, the big War Games match, mm-hmm. and the, it was, like, the War Raiders, Ricochet, and I can't remember what the match was now. It was all four Undisputed Pete. Era. Huh? Pete was in it. Oh, and Pete. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, and, no, like, they Pete, got the win Ricochet, there. Ricochet, War Raiders, and Undisputed Era, right? Was that, the, was that what it was? It wasn't I, five on five. It was four on four, wasn't it? I don't remember now. Anyways. Pete, no, no, Pete was in there. It was Ricochet, Pete, was and the Was it the cage? Yeah, they, That's when what they it were was. in the cages. Yeah. yeah, who was I, who the fuck did I add into that? I have no idea. But yeah, it was Pete, it was Pete, Ricochet, and the War Raiders. Yeah. Because they all had the face paint. Yeah. And, yeah, versus Undisputed Era. And Think I don't remember a Pete Dunn match. He <laughs> no, put my strap of my belt back up. You got it, you got it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and I'll also say that I think Adam Cole is the most all-around best person they could possibly choose to be he's, the top guy. Like, that's, he's got everything. He's amazing. Yeah. Well, I think Rod, well, well I think uh, Kyle O'Reilly, I, I like I think Kyle all O'Reilly. of them could be. I agree. They're all fantastic. They are. They could all be easily singles champions. Yeah. For sure. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, up next, we have Shanna Baszler defending the NXT Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. This I, one's easy. You taking Shanna? Oh, no. Bianca? I'm taking Bianca, Bianca because they're going to put Shanna to the main roster with Rousey, wait for the other two, and then they're going to do a four horse, horse women uh, storyline. You're probably right. Wait, that's, that's the whole point. Of signing 
Ronda Rousey's and, and Shayna's friends, Jessamine Duke, and I don't remember the other Marina Shafir. Yeah. I mean, She's married to Roddy. That's, Marina. you know, that's the whole point. Oh, no, that's, that's the big the plan. Yeah, sure. So it's just very convenient for Bianca. Or is, or is Shayna going to prove her dominance and finally take down Bianca's streak? I think Shayna's going to win. I think that, I, th- I just think she's the right person to be the champion until, or, I mean, she's also kind of what we saw with Kevin Owens when he was the champion. It would look even cooler if Shayna came up when like with that belt while Ronda had her belt also. That'd be pretty cool. Like, if Shayna, she didn't have to defend the NXT title on the main roster, but, like, for her to be standing there next to Rousey and it's like... It would be really cool. I just don't think that Shayna's a big enough and more charismatic name for them to be, be like, ooh, there's Shayna Baszler with the belt. Like, I just don't I think, think anybody would really care. Yeah, no, it definitely Because without the belt, it's that, but she's also not a champion. You know yeah. what I mean? Without the belt, it's like, oh, that's her friend. But with the sure. belt, it's like, oh, it's her friend, but she's also the NXT champion. Sure. I mean, I, have to... I just have the feeling that it's going to be all four of them all at once. Totally possible. Yeah. But the other thing we have to think about is, like, how do you make it from, like, a... How do you even it out and make it look believable from, like, a... The standpoint of... If you have the four horsewomen, you have Sasha Banks, Bailey. Becky Lynch and Charlotte, right? Who are like who are considered the four probably best in well, the whole. Well, and, and Charlotte and Becky are in a feud. But but my my point That's being easy like, to make the man together though. No 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 yeah. not that the, my point is is how do you make like is this like the four of like the best? How do you make that look even to Ronda who's being positioned as the best? Shayna without a title yeah. with the title it helps. Yeah. But then like the other two are pretty much complete unknowns. Yeah. Like. This side with the four horsewomen of the WWE looks so much stronger. Sure. And that's why I think, it's like... It's not really even quite yet. But it's a bit more even if Baszler is the champion and it's like, And then oh, she has shit. a couple of lackeys, yeah. I mean, that right. makes sense. You're right. Or You're Mar- so smart. Or if Marina, they tie in the fact that Marina Shafir is married to Roderick Strong, and maybe Roderick and the Undisputed Era kind of helps with those chicks hmm. also. That'd be kind of cool, too. That would be cool. Because I uh, actually didn't know. Yeah, they're married. Oh, wow. How sweet. Yes. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I don't know. I just, I can, with these matches on this entire card, it can go either way. That's the best part about NXT TakeOver. Nothing's obvious, yeah. All NXT TakeOver shows are like this. I love it. Because even the title match, I don't know Mm -hmm. who's going to win. Yeah. I have no, not even a slight clue who is going to Ciampa going to retain, or is Alistair going to get the belt back? I, I have no clue. It could go either way. I, I'm with you. Like, because that's the other thing, is like, they Alistair's had the belt before, but they needed to get it on Ciampa when they did, and Alistair also got hurt around that time. It's... And then when you think about, like, the landscape of who's, like, kind of right underneath them in NXT, you got kind of, like, your Matt Riddles, Keith Lees, those kind of guys are still, like, they're still new to NXT, but because spots are opening with other people getting moved around, mm-hmm. you know, do they keep the... I, I mean, I love Champa as the champion. I'd, I'd, I'd prefer Champa retained, personally. I like, oh, I I like long title. Oh, I love, I love him as a champion, but... They have built up a storyline where it has to be paired with Johnny somehow now. Right. So whatever either one of them, whatever the outcome of one of them is going to, I feel like, has to hinge on the other's outcome. So if if Johnny gets a belt, that means Champa's retaining. And if Johnny doesn't get a belt, 
I think that automatically means Champa loses and they reform DIY and either they go up or they stay and they go up against Undisputed Era or something. I don't I don't know. I mean, there's just so many options and that's what I love about NXT is that you, you tie everything, they tied everything together. Yeah, maybe these, they do like... These matches tell stories and it's not just, you know, four separate stories. It's, you know... One person from one match could interfere in the title match. I mean, I think Johnny could definitely come out and fuck with the match because they've they've led up to that. He so could, I just, but maybe Velatine makes a save from that, and Alistair wins, and then it's like, hey, I helped you there. I want I want a shot at Mania weekend. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they could do something like that too, where like Johnny comes out because like it would seem so obvious, like oh shit, here it is. Like Gargano's gonna cost Alistair Black the title. And then Velveteen comes out of nowhere, yeah. hits Gargano, Black hits the Black Mask, I wins think the title. that we'll get a better idea in the upcoming episodes of NXT of where the story's gonna, where it's, where it's gonna go. I'm gonna take Black, though. I'm gonna take Black to win the title back. Oh, I would love for him to get the title back. In He's my prediction. He's been one of my favorite champions in the past, you know, five years. He's good. I just think that he's got everything. Yeah. And he's... And he came back with a vengeance, too. He leaned out. He's, I mean, he's working hard. He's just, he's just good. He's just good. And, and any belt you put on Alistair Black is going to work. Right. It's just, it, whether he's a heel or whether he's, he's another one of those people. He just is who he is. And it's, he can be a heel. He can be a face. But he's just Alistair Black. You don't, you can't, he, he's unpredictable. And I think that that's one of, he's he's one of my favorite, you know, NXT roster people and wrestlers in general because he's so unpredictable. And he's another one of those guys that like, I, who knows if he gets called to the main roster if they have any clue what to do with him. You know, it's like such a coin toss. Like if, because I feel like Aleister Black could once again, kind of like Velveteen, like Aleister Black could be the focal point of the entire show. But, well, they know what to do with him if he gets called up. Are you taking Alistair to win, by the way? So are you taking Alistair or Champa? I'd like Champa to retain. I'd like, a D- I'd like a DIY title reign. Some pretty interesting stuff. But either way, I'm, I'm going to be satisfied either way. I'm going to love either. Honestly, I'm going to like any of these outcomes. And that's what has me so excited to be able to actually be in that stadium is to find out what happens. And be happy either way. Right. I'm not going to be pissed off about anything. <laughs> they're all win-win scenarios. Unlike the Royal Rumble, which we're about to talk about right now. And you'll hear me plug the TakeOver contest uh, prizes. like Because I'm going to go back and edit it. But for the time being, as I record this live, I do not know what the TakeOver contest prizes are going to be over at WrestleRumble.com. But we do know WrestleRumble.com. If you're on there right now. You can join the Royal Rumble Pick'em Contest, and the top prize is $1,000 cash. As far as the predictions for the Royal Rumble show, this is something that's different than NXT in a lot of different ways. Um, mainly because, like, some of these winners and losers, like, it would really piss me off if it went one way or another. Like, NXT is a win-win. Some of these main roster matches, I'm like, okay, if it goes this way, then good fucking luck. Um... I'm going to go through this card. Uh, I'm going to start with the bar for Shane McMahon and The Miz, which is just... <laughs> I mean, they, they, you know, 
know that the bar is going to drop. You think so? You think Shane and the Miz win this? Thing is how how much how much are you buying into? And this is what we need to preface the Royal Rumble beforehand. How how much are you buying into that WWE is changing and making it for the fans? About out of like a hundred percent. If like a hundred percent, meaning like they were gonna like flip it to like the NXT product at a hundred percent, you know what I mean? If that was like a hundred percent, I'd say about around ten percent. I'd give it yeah. faith that they'd I, actually really change anything. I the card. There's a couple of matches on the card, and a couple of things that they've done have given me a little hope for the outcomes. But I just I think that. Either Shane and The Miz win and they become this weird tag team and they have a feud with The Bar. I love The Bar. I don't want The Bar to lose. I want The Bar to retain. I think they're an amazing tag team. I think they need a long tag team title reign with new tag teams to go up against. That's what they need because, let's get real, Cesaro is one of the best wrestlers on the roster. He's yep. underutilized. He ha- he needs. He eventually needs to have a single. They have to do it. He needs to be intercontinental champion or, you know, United States champion. That man is one of the best. In the ring, for sure. Absolutely. And Sheamus is right up there with him. I think that what they don't want to kill is the chemistry that they have together. I don't think that the bar is ready to break up yet. So I I think that they might retain because I feel like... But on the other side, it's Shane McMahon. And the Miz, like, yeah, I want a belt on the Miz. I love the Miz, sure. I I don't. I'm over I'm Shane. Very, I'm completely over I'm Shane. I'm very indifferent to Shane McMahon. I don't really care about him. I'm just over he it. could he could not be there, and I just would be fine. Right. But I want the Miz to have a fucking belt, man. But he he needs a singles push too. Mm-hmm. So I just it's. Honestly, the more that I'm looking at this card, these things could go either way. Mm-hmm. And I am unsure. So, you know, with a couple of these a couple of these matches, the majority at least half. I don't know where it's going to go. So, I'm with you. I would I, I I want the bar to retain. My pick is if they're going to make it for the fans, the bar is going to retain. But what would it would leave that whole lead up with Shane and The Miz to being completely pointless. Well, it's been so long since I've actually watched SmackDown that I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know that the story is because, like, I've kept up with, like, what's been happening. I just yeah. haven't been watching it. But, like, I mean. It's just I, so weird. Well, isn't the idea the that Shane McMahon. The became obsessed with Shane McMahon and wanted to be his best friend. Well, I know part of it was that stupid is fuck Saudi Arabia show that they did where Shane McMahon won the tournament to be best in the world. Oh, God. And The Miz, that's how kind of ties in. I didn't even know anything about that. Okay, so he wasn't even in the tournament. I don't even remember. I I, I know nothing about that show. To make this, to paraphrase, basically they did this tournament. It was like eight people or something, and and all the matches were during the, the Saudi Arabia show, but they had qualifying matches on Raw and SmackDown. And it was marketed as the World Cup, but every single person in it was from the United States. Like, they didn't have, like, any foreign representation whatsoever. So the whole thing was just weird to begin with. Then, like, the finals wound up being the Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, 
the Miz gets hurt, like hurt, quote unquote, and Shane McMahon fills in for him. So then Shane McMahon beats Dolph Ziggler and, and is crowned the World Cup champion, best in the world. I and just, it's stupid. It's like they can't figure it out. Why can't why can NXT figure it out? And, and WWE just can't get a hold of their product. Because NXT is run by a former professional wrestler who's been around true. the business his whole true, life, true, who was true, mentored true. by Shawn true. Michaels. And, All true. And the very, WWE very is true. run by a very old oh. man who's trying to revive a football league that nobody wants to watch. Fun fact, you may or may not know this, Shawn Michaels is doing a lot of the training in the UK. Yeah, which I am indifferent about also, actually. Really? Because Shawn Michaels, in my opinion, is one of the best wrestlers of all time. He's one of the best. I mean, if you ask most wrestling fans, especially those that grew up any time between, like, the 90s and, like, the mid to late 2000s, like, most of them would probably say Shawn Michaels is the best in-ring wrestler of all time, which I wouldn't even debate. Like, I'm with you. Like, Shawn Michaels is great. But you can tell these little things. That really pissed me off about Shawn Michaels producing <laughs> NXT matches. Like, like for instance, the Gargano vs. Champa match, where it was the last man standing match, where Gargano loses it for himself. Like, he, like, goes for the, yeah. like, the knee, but, like, falls over on his own, and Champa, like, rolls over. That's all Shawn Michaels. Oh, I, really? And I hate those kind of finishes. I What I hate about what Shawn Michaels does is I know he's back there going, man, yeah, that was a great match, but the next time you're out there... Stay down for about another minute before you stand up. And they're going, oh. well, shit, Shawn Michaels is... I mean, I'm listening I'm to Shawn Michaels. I'm going to do it, yeah. Because you can tell there are, there are changes. They over... He overproduces things. They they want that moment of the, I love you, I'm sorry, to Ric Flair before the super kick. Uh, they want that for all these big epic uh, NXT matches. And then you can see that in what they're doing. So I, ha- I do have a, a problem with that, to be honest. That's so which funny. Is, which is funny because Shawn Michaels, like I said... One of the best ever. I'm not going to ever debate that. Doesn't mean that he's a good writer. And not doesn't mean that he's good like at choreographing other people's matches. Well, and here's the other thing about Shawn Michaels that people don't really consider. Shawn Michaels is a lifelong... It was only WWF. WWE. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, that's what he knows. That's, that's what he specializes yeah. in. Yeah. He doesn't know what... I mean, he might now because, like, he might have to. But, like... He didn't know about what's going on in New Japan or what was happening in Ring of Honor True. or the early days of TNA. or He probably wasn't paying much attention to ECW. It's like, dude, the guys you're getting now are coming ready. Like, what they're doing on the indies is what people already like. We're just doing it in front of more people. We yeah. don't need you going in there and telling them. You don't know. You don't need to tweak them. You don't, you, I mean, you can tweak them a little yeah. bit here and there, but you don't need to make it to where, like, it's this epic soap opera of a match. When we just, just want to see the good wrestling. Wrestle, yeah. Um, well, that all being said, I'm going to take fucking Shane McMahon to the bar. Or Shane McMahon to the Miz. I wasn't even going to choose them until now it's like, Shane McMahon always wins. Unless that, like was Undertaker. My, that was my flip side is, they're not going to make Shane McMahon lose. They make him look good, which is just, they make him look better than the rest of the roster, which is just silly. That dude throws the weakest ass fucking punches I've ever, <laughs> ever seen in my life. Um, he's just, he's just a He's yeah. just a dad. And I, can't, I don't blame him for doing what he does. If my dad was the god of wrestling and I got a chance to be a part of it, I mean, sure, I'd take the opportunity also. But I wouldn't, if they booked me to beat certain people, I just wouldn't do it. Like, you know, if if, they, if my dad came to me I and said, you're beating wrestle. Dolph Ziggler tonight, I'd be like, that makes no sense. And it's like, okay, yeah. you can find somebody else. Yeah. But I'm going to take them. Fuck it. 
That's literally my reason. Fuck it, why not? You know, I guess. I'd rather the bar win than take Shane and The Miz. That's a great reason. Fuck it, why not? Up next, I got Ronda Rousey for Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. I like that they changed that because I fucking despise Nia Jax. She's my least favorite wrestler in the entire in any company. I don't think there's any wrestler I like uh, less than uh, Nia Jax, actually. So I think that it was great to see Sasha Banks being put into this match. And Ronda Rousey seems very excited about it as well. And what are your thoughts is, about this? And that is why this is the match that I'm the most excited about. Because Ronda, and she says it about herself, she's a mark. Mm-hmm. Ronda is a mark. Ronda Rousey is a fan. And she is a fan of Sasha Banks. I don't know if you saw the video mm-hmm. that I retweeted. I mean, she was gushing. The way that I gush about Pete Dunne, Ronda Rousey was gushing about Sasha Banks. She, this is the match that she's wanted since she started in this company. So, I don't really care who takes the belt. I don't think they're going to take it off of Ronda. Neither do I. But, god damn, we're going to get a good match. Because Sasha, this is, this is the moment that Sasha Banks needed to have. Because Sasha Banks, in my opinion, I, I'm right in line with Rousey. She's the best wrestler on the roster. She's the best female wrestler on the roster, in my opinion. But they they don't do anything with kinda her. Kind of like Balor, right? Kind of like, she's kind of been she like She is there. Finn Balor. Right. Now, I think Charlotte's good. I think Becky's good. I think Asuka's incredible. But Sasha has it. Right. She's just that girl that has everything. So, I don't care who wins. With this one, because that match is going to be match of the night. And I know that after, I mean, after going to Evolution, and and you know what is going to be the good match. You know because they're doing what they love. And I just, I love watching that video of Rhonda talking about how she was literally using the terminology that she was marking out over Sasha. Right. So that whole speech about her talking about how Sasha was the best on the roster and that she that's the match she's wanted gave me chills because that that proves to everybody, in my opinion, that Ronda Rousey is very serious about this. Oh, this under, is under what the she Nile. wants to do. Mm-hmm. It's not that she failed in UFC and she decided to take a career in wrestling. Ronda Rousey loves wrestling. She loves it as a fan and she loves it as an athlete so i think that this is going for for me this is my match of the night for sure i'm looking forward to it a lot and i think that ronda has done a fantastic job since she really has she's she's really just exceeded my expectations and trust me i have every reason in the world as somebody who covers mma for a living to say the exact opposite you know like it'd be very easy for me to be like oh yeah i was watching ronda rousey get her ass kicked in the ufc i you know, I, I watched her run away from the UFC. I went, no, that isn't the case, like no. you said. I mean, it's something where, do I think she came over to the WWE when she did because she started losing the UFC? Yes. Like, I think if she was still winning in the UFC, she'd still be doing that because they built the entire... I mean, she was the face of women's MMA. I mean, she was such a humongous deal. But it's something where, when she started losing, it wasn't, like you said, though, it wasn't like she just became a fan overnight. Like, she knew, okay, MMA career is done. 
I've always wanted to do this, and because I became such a big star in this world, I have a chance to go do this over here. She leveraged that, and she was smart to do that because you can tell that wrestling is her passion. Yes. It was It was a thing of she was doing something probably that she was really good at, mm-hmm. but this is what she wanted to do. So I think that this is going to be an emotional match. I think that it's going to be a very good match because Ronda, you know, Ronda's had some good matches. She has very good matches. But she's not necessarily been wrestling very, you know, against very good people. Right. You know, she's had a couple of really good matches and she's put on a good match. But as a whole, the match hasn't been that great. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck about Nikki Bella. I'm with you. That match, Trust me. Yeah, was, I'm with you. I was there. I yeah. was at Evolution, and I didn't care about that match. I only cared about it because Ronda put on a good show. And now she's going to be with someone who puts on a good show. So that combination is always just really special. I'm with you. I'm looking forward to that match a lot. I'm taking Ronda Rousey to retain. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's your pick as well. For sure. Um, up next, we'll talk some more women's wrestling. We have Asuka defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against Becky Lynch. It's interesting, of course, because Becky Lynch has become one of the, like, you know, the most popular superstars in the WWE, male or female. No, she's the man. Well, yes. She's the man. The man. Yeah. I like the nickname. I like that she uses it. Because she's it's, a, like, ironic, you God, know? She's fucking incredible. Yeah, no, she is. She's the stone, she's the stone cold of the women's and I like what she does. Me like, too. I really do. And, you know, maybe a little known fact, I don't know how many people know about this, but she actually, for a long time, was dating a MMA fighter named Luke Sanders who lives here in Nashville, fights out of Nashville. So Becky would go to a lot of these UFC events, and I've heard Dana White talk about her quite a bit. Not that, not about her fighting or anything, but, like, even the UFC and, like, um, Ariel Hawani, who's, like, one of the big MMA journalists for ESPN, like, interviews her and stuff, but... She's kind of like this, even in like the world of like the UFC, people know Becky Lynch, which is cool. Because like usually when, when MMA fans know about wrestlers, they're making fun of wrestlers. They're like, this is fake. This is stupid. But they see Becky and they're like, Becky's badass. Like, she is, you know what I because mean? Because she's unequivocally the, just the most badass woman. And she's going up against another badass woman. So I think this is going to be another incredible match. I mean, Me too. Oscar always puts on a good match. Becky always puts on a good match. And them together, I think, is going to be just... I'm being blessed by good women's wrestling. You know, I, I'm, I'm being blessed with it this year. But at the Royal Rumble, it's going to be in a, two incredible matches. Three, if you want, if we want to talk about the women's Royal Rumble. Oh, so, oh, we will. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm getting blessed all around. Who do you think wins, though? Because, like, that's actually, it's pretty tough. Like, it's like they've been hot potatoing the title. So, like, I mean, you would, you kind of lean Asuka. But, but like, WrestleMania main event, are they going to do a triple threat? Do you think they do the three, the two of them in Charlotte and, and put Ronda in there? Or, like, a four-way? Because there's a lot of it's ways they can go. It's a hard call. Um, sticking with my, taking into the consideration that we'll have the superstar shake-up soon. Right? Is that going to be after WrestleMania? Or is that... Is I, that after WrestleMania? 
I know that like they had, they had, they well they had done the superstar shakeup after WrestleMania. I don't know when they're doing it this year, but also that could part partially be like them calling up those NXT people. I really honestly wish that they would do the superstar shakeup before Mania. Well, the only hard thing about that is like because with they it have being a... like the Rumble, the stories are gonna be. From the you know running from Rumble to WrestleMania. Well, the only reason I say that is because I feel like that they haven't really started any WrestleMania storylines. Oh, yet. you're you're saying before there's like anything that they yes. can. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yes. Gotcha. So I think that it would be smart, and and obviously I don't think they haven't announced it. Um, they I think that they need to have the Rumble, and then do a shakeup. That'd be interesting. It just wouldn't leave you a whole lot of time. Before WrestleMania. I mean, you're right. But how how much time do you need to switch up a couple of people with past rivalries or rivalries that already make sense? Oh, well, I like mean, it Finn would... and AJ. Go ahead and start a Finn and AJ. I mean, it's it's a it's a stretch. Well, no, it would it would make sense if you did it that way. Like if you did something where it was like, I I get I get your line of thinking. I totally get your line they of thinking. They could start four horsewomen. Right. Um, well, they don't need the brand split at all to begin with. That's a whole other conversation for another yeah. podcast. But like, I wish this, I wish there wasn't even two separate rosters because then we would just I get agree. all the best matches. And, I agree. You know, it put a lot of people out of maybe, work. Maybe, maybe they decide to let people hop shows. We need to figure something out because, like, the people who aren't going to get pushed are going to go to another company soon. I feel like so. Yeah, uh, they got to figure things out quick. Very true. As far as quick. who wins this one. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Asuka retaining. I'm going to go with Asuka also. Because her getting that belt was a big deal. Right. After her lose to Charlotte at WrestleMania and, and Charlotte beating the streak, which I don't, I think was a very, very wrong move. I'm with you. Um, I was very, very disappointed. I don't think that they should have broke it. They should have given her a belt. Um, I think she'll keep the title. Yeah, I think it's. I, I mean, hope she keeps the title. But if Becky gets the title back, I'm gonna be fine. Sure. But I, th- I think the right thing to do, because that's what it comes down to, is what's the right thing to do. The right thing is to let Oscar keep her belt. The only thing that makes me want to go against that at all is because well, here's the thing: like, what, I, like I don't know what they're gonna do for WrestleMania, but I feel like the biggest match that they can possibly do, whether it's male, female, or the man if you want to put, put that in the uh, third category, is, I mean, Becky versus Ronda is the match. That's that's what's predicted for WrestleMania. So but, but, that would mean putting her in the belt again and then having Raw versus SmackDown. But there's or, no outcome to or, it. Or, oh, I never even thought about this, depending on the order of the show. Uh-oh. They could have Asuka go over Becky, and then Becky could win the Rumble and challenge Ronda. Ooh, cause her and Ronnie have been fighting, and she wouldn't. She could choose either belt if she wins the rumble. That'd be pretty good. That would be pretty good. Like Oscar wins in like a super hard match, and like Becky's like beat the fuck up, but then like Becky gets all of her heat back by like winning the Royal Rumble after and she gets loses. to and gets to choose the belt. That'd be pretty awesome. That would be. I like pretty, that idea. I mean, of course she's gonna choose Ronda. Yeah, you would have to. 
That pop, though. That would be an amazing pop. But it's also cool if Becky has the belt and so does Ronda and they do, like, champion versus champion. Ah, uh, but there's no, like, I feel like that there's no at WrestleMania outcome to that. It's just right. who's better. Right. And I don't think that that's a WrestleMania match. But it could be. I'd be fine with it. It would be a hell of a match. Right. So I'm I'm cool with whatever. I think that the most... But I, feel... I like that proposal that she that she wins the Rumble. I, I do like too. that. Is she in the Rumble? I don't know. Well, I mean, we don't we know the know. full list, yeah. But, I mean, I think... Well, we'll talk about the Rumble here in a second. The next match we have is Daniel Bryan defending the WWE Championship against AJ Styles. Another match that I think is incredible. I love both these guys and have for over a decade. I mean, these are these are two of the, the top guys to ever do their thing on the indies. And, like, they're still doing it. They're still killing it. I think it's going to be a great match, but it's also something where I feel like we've seen this a lot of times already. So, like, I mean, give us something new. But I will say Daniel Bryan's run as the WWE Champion is amazing. Like, the fact that his character has completely changed. He's doing this whole, like, Know, recycle and stuff. It's almost comedic. I love so it. It's it's, funny. I think it's very entertaining. Yeah. Um. I think it's just for me. It's still surreal to see Daniel Bryan as as the champion and to even have a belt. So you be wrestling at all right? I now. know, and I feel like it's. I've I've been in this weird period where it doesn't seem real, so I haven't really taken to it. But I also really haven't been watching. Right. So the outcome of this match to me doesn't really matter. Um. I don't really care who gets the belt. I wish that I, but I wish that I did. Like, well, it's a terrible thing like when you the, don't care about who the WWE champion. I'm with well, you. Well, the now. WWE champion, and let's and just go title. ahead and tie this in the Universal Championship match. I don't give a fuck. I'm with who you. Wins. Well, they've they've straight One ruined those, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar will probably be my bathroom break. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I just I don't, don't care. So yeah, we'll get Unless into it right there's now. So, some kind of interference by somebody. That's the only way to make those matches interesting because I don't care who wins. Right, and that's sad. It's really sad. For the yeah, record, I'm going to take Daniel Bryan to retain over AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah. I don't think his his title reign is done. Yeah. So we're both taking Daniel Bryan as far as our WrestleRumble.com predictions go. Um, but yeah, hold on. Let's let's talk about the cruiserweights real quick. Then go into. Brock and Braun, just because I, don't, I will enough. totally forget about them if we don't. Fair enough. Um, I didn't Buddy know Murphy retains. Oh, yeah, I'm taking Buddy Murphy. Yeah, Buddy Murphy is He's killing so it. good. And by the way, the match is Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa versus Kalisto versus Hideo Tommy in a four-way match for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship that I had no idea was happening until I just read it out loud. So Unless they put it on a Tommy to try and give him a good push. Because I mean that'd be he's, cool. He's back, but I just I, I just love Buddy Murphy. I want I want Buddy Murphy to win. He's he's my pick. Yeah, I'm thinking Buddy Murphy too. That's all we need to say about that. I I, I will think I do think it's going to be a good match. All oh, four guys gonna are going to be in the It's going to be an incredible match. It's probably going to be the the dark horse match. It's probably going to be on the pre-show, unfortunately. Oh, but, I'll, but I will be watching it because you'll be there. Live. And listen, any t- oh yeah, no, we'll definitely right. be there, but. Uh, anytime Buddy Murphy's in a match, it's usually good. Yeah, oh yeah, he, he's, I, I can't say anything bad about any of those guys. It's just one of those things where, like, it's very hard for me to care about 205 Live, you know? I, although I will say the little bit of 205 Live that I have seen yeah. since WrestleMania has been very, very good. For sure. But it goes back to what we were saying before. There's a lot of wrestling, and I, I just can't watch all of it every week. It's just too much. It is so hard. It is yeah. so difficult. We have lives. 
Yeah. And I barely kind of. have a life. Like Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. But yeah, that brings us to Strowman and Lesnar. So wah, wah. Yeah, I'm with you. I I mean, they've they've ruined Braun Strowman for me. Like I They don't... ruined him when they paired him with a kid at WrestleMania. That was so dumb. Nicholas. I sat in my chair the entire time and I was like, what are they doing? It was so dumb. Everyone was like, oh, this is going to be I, Lashley coming, coming back to WWE. I can't take him seriously anymore. Another person I don't care about is Bobby Lashley. Like, I just don't care. And yeah. I don't care. I used to care about Braun Strowman. I loved him when he was the monster and he was somebody that you were scared of and that you believed in your heart that could come out and smash anybody. Those matches that he had with Roman were incredible because he was pushing over trucks and and then they put him with a kid at WrestleMania and then yeah. he and then he did the get these hands thing after everything he every every time he was on a mic he said it and I was like you know what I let's, can't let's play a little game of like what's this sound like a little okay get these hands oh. get these hands oh, wait for Feed me more. Oh my god. It's the same fucking the formula. Guy. It's the same fucking formula it's that the, didn't work for Ryback. Fucking big and, guy. And and the the problem with Strowman is they have put this match has happened multiple times. He's had chance after chance against Brock Lesnar and been completely owned. So I mean my honestly like I mean I'm taking Brock because I just can't I cannot I cannot for my own sanity, pick Braun Strowman because I I went that route a few times now where it's like it was so obvious Strowman See, was winning and he's still he, lost. Here's my thing: is I think he's gonna win. He's not my pick to win. I would rather I would rather Brock retain him like you, but I think they're finally gonna put the belt on him. Well, and a lot of that's to do with who's gonna win the rumble. Well, yeah. and they well and they're well shit. I keep forgetting about that. I There's keep a factor that into that. it too, but that could also so, go for the WWE or the Universal Title. So, so we never, we let's really go ahead and just tie that in because it really does kind of hinge on that. Who's yeah. your call for the Rumble? Okay, so I'm taking Brock to win the match. As far as the Royal Rumble match goes, and we don't know all the entrants. I know I have to okay, look at a who's list. Who's available? Like I have one in my mind, but like I don't like it. I don't like the idea of what I'm about to say at all. Because it fucks over the pick I just made, but it, I th- all right, I'll say this. I'll tell you. We'll do a couple rounds of this. First, I'm going to say what I think is the most likely scenario based on who's in the match, and in the layout of kind of where it's gone. I think the most likely scenario is Braun Strowman beats Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre wins the Rumble. I think that I think that McIntyre versus Strowman is is what they've been building towards. That's my call too. So I'm glad that I'm not alone. In- feeling that but, did but you... i really fucking don't want that to happen yeah now i'm not saying i don't want that match to happen i well for one i don't want strong being the champion and for two like if you can use the royal rumble to do something so much bigger i feel like mm-hmm. like like last year nakamura won and that was a big deal they kind of fucked it over they kind of fucked it up like along the way definitely fucked it up but when he won it was a big moment yeah and you know of who's available right now I don't feel like any anybody on this list would have a big moment. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I just, uh, I mean, let's rattle them off really quick. I'm just going to read through them. R-Truth, Drew McIntyre, Biggie, Kofi, Xavier Woods, Finn Balor, which 
Or, uh, I don't know. Maybe great to see him get the win. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. I mean, you know, they could always go with Seth. Who I, you know, I love Seth. Could be I, Seth and Brock. That that really could be a good match. I would be fine with that. Mm-hmm. That that's my outcome that I would be good with is Finn or Seth versus Brock. I'll I'll take it. Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose, Bobby Lashley, Samoa Joe, John Cena, Elias, Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Apollo Cruz, Andrade Cien Almas, Mustafa Ali, and Rey Mysterio. How many is that? Let's see. Here we go. But that's not all of them. So, do you think that... Do we have surprise entrance? Is Kenny Omega there? And Kenny Omega wins the Rumble? That's the... That can be the fantasy pick. Or NXT if they, like, really got behind someone. Like, that. Adam Adam Cole? I mean, that'd be great. Velveteen Dream? But how... Part of it, too, is, like, what, what belt, you know, like, are they... Because it's also so pivotal, like, okay, if Daniel Bryan retains over AJ Styles, which I expect to happen, if Daniel Bryan retains, I mean, I was thinking all year we'd be getting Daniel Bryan versus uh, The Miz at WrestleMania. I figured, like, that's what they've been building towards, and they still might. And I that, would love that. And I think that's the most likely scenario. I think that the whole Shane McMahon-Miz thing, I think, like, they'll win the belts, and that gets them on, like, the good side of Shane, and Shane gets him a world title match against Daniel Bryan. But the funny thing is, The Miz is the face and Daniel Bryan's the heel. Yeah. Which we would have never thought of a year ago. Sure. So that's kind of all set up. So that's what leads me so much to believe whoever wins the Royal Rumble is going to be facing Brock at Mania. Because I really think The Miz and Daniel Bryan is just such an, an obvious slam dunk uh, of a match at Mania. And the people on this list, they're, they're not going to put Drew McIntyre up against Brock Lesnar. No, well, but that's the thing. Strowman may win the belt. And then in that case, like, Strowman and and, and Drew makes sense. But also, the other thing we have to consider, Brock Lesnar is supposed to be wrestling or fighting in the UFC potentially in March or April. So if if he's going to fight in the UFC and they're also going to book him for WrestleMania, which I don't know if they're going to do or not, but that's what I'm I'm hearing what the plan is, is he's going to fight in April and he's going to wrestle at the WrestleMania uh, or sorry, he'd be fighting probably February, and he would wrestle at WrestleMania in April. But the thing is, like, he might get hurt. Like, you never know. Like, he, they might Daniel Cormier that's, might fight Brock Lesnar and rip his arm out of his fucking socket. That's dangerous. Like, that's actually dangerous. Which leads me to believe they have to put the belt on Braun because, like, do you put your world champion in there in the UFC with the chance that he gets too hurt to even show up at WrestleMania? Yeah. Because here's the thing. Pull the curtain back a little bit. If Brock Lesnar fights Daniel Cormier in the UFC, Daniel Cormier is going to beat the fuck out of Brock Lesnar. And that's the fight that they're putting together. Like, he's fighting someone who's going to fucking destroy Holy him. Shit. It's not going to be close. So, like, Brock's going in there to get his ass beat. Yeah. So, do you still keep the belt on this guy? Now, that all being said, once again, whether or not Strowman or Brock is the champion... Of everybody on this list, the person who's been protected the most, who has the most believability being in front of Strowman or Lesnar is probably Drew McIntyre. But is he a big enough deal that, like, you would, you, you know, give him that kind of push? You know? I mean, I it, it would elevate him. It would. It would elevate him, but I just don't think that he's been back for long enough for it to be believable. You know what? Which puts me to think that it's going to be Seth Rollins. I'm going, you know, that's where I'm leading to. 
Okay, and that's the other thing, too, is you can leave the belt on Brock, and you can do Seth and Brock. It's happened before, but it, it was a while back. Yeah. And it was good. It was really good. I mean, Seth, um, Seth is another one of those wrestlers that he puts, he personally puts on a good show every time he's in the ring. 100%. Now, his counterparts may not, but he puts on a good show. Yeah. So, I, I'm I'm confident that, you know, Seth is, Seth is a good, safe choice for me. So I'm going with him too. He's my I'm pick with for you. the rumble. I'm with. I'm going to take Seth Rollins also. I didn't. I wasn't even on that on that uh, wavelength until we started talking. But I think, I you know, R.I.P. Braun Strowman is all I'm going to say. I just I just don't know where you go with him if he loses this match. But he also should not be the champion. He just shouldn't. We got to take him seriously again. They need to do something completely different. I mean, I just. What what I will say about Braun that's really sad is like I've seen like the documentary of like it's it's him and his family it's like uh, my son's a WWE superstar mm-hmm. thing on YouTube yeah and if they would let him be that guy on TV everyone would love it just like Rusev they like finally people, right. they finally let Rusev be himself and now he's over with the fans because right. they're letting him be the weird ass dude that he is right because he's just like Big E. They let Biggie start being who he is and let his humor come out. Because when you're good at humor in the wrestling world, you have to be really good at it. So, you know, Rusev is hilarious. Biggie's hilarious. And they've, they've let them run with that. So I think that that needs to happen more often is when they find out that these, these big guys are unexpectedly funny, they need to let them do it. Because it works every time. Now, not overly comedic, but... Right. You gotta be able to take him seriously. But sure. being able to beat the shit out of somebody in the ring and me still be scared of Rusev, even though he's saying some, you know, weird shit on the <laughs> mic right after, it's it's believable because I think that they just need to... I need to see more of wrestlers being who they are. Right. Instead sure. of them forcing a gimmick that doesn't fucking work. Like Braun Strowman in my opinion. It just doesn't work. See, I've never seen that special, so I've never seen that side of him. I've only ever seen him as bro. I'd recommend it. It's The video is so maybe like five minutes or so. They, they have him on a bunch of different superstars. I've seen Finn. Oh, well, of course I've seen Finn. Right. But I've seen Finn's and I've seen Alexa Bliss's too, but I haven't seen his. So I'll have to, t- I'll have to check it out. Yeah. He seems like such a good, genuine dude. And he's, like, he's so proud a of, like, his, man. He really is. His dad was, like, this pro softball player, which yeah. I didn't even know he could be a professional at. And so, he's just so proud of his dad. It, it seems like such a good dude. So, to backpedal, who, you think that Becky's gonna, is, is Becky your pick for the Rumble? She's not on the list. But Sasha's on the list. Right. Uh, I don't know. So, like, <laughs> as far as the women's, error, but... as far as the women's Royal Rumble goes, I... Well, here's the thing, like, we there's going to be mystery entrance here, too, right? So, it's like, we have, I'll do it this time for you. So, we have Ember Moon, Natalia, Bailey, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Sasha Banks, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Dana Brooke, Alicia Fox, Lena Vega, and Naomi. Did you say Carmella? Yeah. Oh, did I not? Sorry, I Carmella is on there as well. I missed Mella. Was, uh, did I say Nia she's in, And she's entering at number 30. Oh, that's right, because she won the Mixed Match Challenge. So that's right, R-Truth is number 30 in the Men's Rumble, because, uh... So weird. 
He probably won't even make it to the match. But they'll probably use some some funny shit with him where he shows up to like the wrong arena or something. Um, as far as the women's match though, like, is some is, is Nia is Nia hurt? Like, what is she is not in this match? I don't care. Well, I either do I. I really in the sense don't know. That, like, I, I really don't know. But it's 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 suspicious. Well, it's yeah, like, it is suspicious because she just disappeared. I I, I don't, despise her. Yeah, so. I don't like. I'm not a big fan. And if she has gotten injured, I haven't seen it anywhere. Well, as far as the match goes, I... I mean, let's just Google it. We are working in real time, and I do have a phone. So let's say Nia Jax injured. And I'm just trying to think about, like... I don't know. Maybe I do take Becky. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I just... of the Once again, of the people that are listed on this for this match, I just don't... Nobody here does it for me. Like, as far as, like, who do I think would wrestle... Oscar or or Ronda Rousey or I, I don't know no one on this list aside from Sasha but she's getting a title shot earlier in the show. I don't know, but if you if you type in Nia Jax injured, it's just articles and Reddit threads and uh and, and more links about uh how many people she's injured. Oh, so yeah. I don't think she's injured. I don't. I'm if Nia Jax wins the Rumble. I'm I mean, I can't be... choose her. Pissed. I can't choose Oh no, her. I would never choose her. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't I just don't know if I have a pick. Fuck it, I'm gonna take Becky. I'm just gonna say that half well, I'm, I mean it's such a weird scenario that I've that I ran out but, it but makes, like but it kinda makes sense. When it's the only person where like okay, let's just say Ron is the champion, let's say either Becky or Oscar's the champion. So like obviously Becky wouldn't win the rumble if she's in this match too. But of those three options, you have because I just I I don't think that Sasha Banks is going to beat Ronda Rousey. So, we, I'm I'm assuming we have Ronda as an option, and we have either Becky or Oscar as an option. If we have, if we take okay. Becky out of that equation, God, is it Charlotte? But who else is there? And I, that's the only other that's the only other person I, I can sh- think. I mean, of. I like Charlotte, but Charlotte doesn't need to win the Rumble. And Charlotte versus Ronda is like so obvious that like her winning the Royal Rumble wouldn't. Who won the women's world on Oscar. Oscar, yeah. So, and then, yeah, Charles was the champion at the time. That's right. So, I mean, I think it'd be a cool swerve if Becky won, though, especially if she had a match earlier in the night. And they're still, an out, they're still advertising, you know, Sasha to be in this match, even though God, she's got a title I, shot. Can I, like, not pick for this one? Because I really don't know. You got it. Well, you're going to be picking for WrestleRumble.com. Uh, Make sure to join the contest at WrestleRumble.com. Uh, Put it.com. Russell Rumble on Twitter. <laughs> um, shit. You know what? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna randomly pick. I'm gonna pick my girl Zelina Vega. I mean, I, I love Zelina. I, I mean, I'm just cool. gonna. I'm just gonna pick Zelina solely because she's the best. She's badass. She is I like badass. her a lot. She's great. Alistair Black's girlfriend. You see their videos of them doing like. They're fucking kickboxing shit on Twitter. Wait, are they really? So cool. Yes. Actually, a couple. Yes. (laughs) He's so stunned that he choked. Yes, Yes. they are actually a couple. I didn't know that. Um, and there she posts videos of them practicing together all the time, and she is a badass motherfucker. I love Zelina Vega. Let it be known. So you know what? I'm just gonna choose Zelina. 
I mean, I like it. I like it. I'm just, just whatever. Just what did you say? What did you say earlier? Who the fuck cares? I was like, fuck it. Fuck it. I'll take it because fuck it. Let's do it. Just fuck it. Well, fuck it. There's the message. That's it. That's all of it. I'll probably break this into multiple episodes. It'll probably be at least two episodes. Because <laughs> uh, we wound up talking for the record for whoever listens to almost two and a half hours. Oh, wow. Well. Which is great. Great content. A before, lot. <laughs> before, before I turn the cam- uh, the microphone off, almost at the camera. Um, Once again, make sure to jump on WrestleRumble.com. I can't stress it enough. Join the Royal Rumble contest. Up to $1,000 on the line. No joke, you know, literally all jokes aside, it really honestly is a fantastic contest, and the prizes are super real. I mean, Kayla's got one of the prizes in her it. lap right now. I'm entering it. Kayla will be in the contest. I'll be in the contest. If you want to uh, follow me on Twitter, at FightTalk underscore is where you can find me. All right? So let me know what you thought about the episode. Uh, you can find me on Twitch. You can find me at Fightful.com, MMAonPoint.com, uh, YouTube.com, slash MMAonPoint. All over the place. Just follow me on Twitter. That's the easiest way to know where I'm at and what I'm doing. Um, I'm going to thank my sponsors real quick. And then I'm going to have Kayla let everyone know where they can find her as well. So as far as my sponsors go, I want to give a shout out. I already talked about WrestleRumble.com plenty. I want to give a shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. He's a boxing coach. He can help you lose weight, get in better shape, learn how to throw hands, whatever you want to do. Give him a follow on Instagram at Atlanta Boxing Coach. And he will direct message you, get something set up. If you're, in the, if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, he'll meet you in person. If you want to uh, do something remotely, he can help you online. So hit him up. Once again, at Atlanta Boxing Coach, Brian Jensen is the guy for you. Get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. Also want to give a shout out to Wrestle... God, I was going to say WrestleRumble.com. Heroes and Legends. Heroes and Legends is a professional wrestling and memorabilia company specialized in action figures, vintage magazines and programs, DVDs, autograph memorabilia, and other unique pro wrestling memorabilia. Be sure to check them out on H at HL Pro Wrestling on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And do I have any more sponsors right now? H- Heroes and Legends. I've got Wrestle Rumble. Oh, God. I know I'm missing somebody. I know I'm missing somebody. No more Williamson Brothers Barbecue, but check their stuff out. The delicious barbecue sauce. And Brian. I've already said Brian. That's everybody. Kayla, where can everybody find you on social media? Plug anything you want to. You can find me a couple of places. First, if you'd like to listen to my podcast, if you're like into uh, horror movies and some scary and spooky shit, um, we are Music City Horror, iTunes, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Always Music City Horror. Um, shout out to my team over there. And my podcast. Personals are the Shenom. That's T H E S H E N O M, like the Phenom, but a lady. Uh, the Shenom on Twitter and Instagram is the dot Shenom. Enjoy the pictures of my dogs. There you go. Well, Kayla, thank you for very, thank you very much for coming on the show. I've progressively gotten more and more drunk throughout the show. People, <laughs> people can't, uh, people can't hear, but uh, or can't. He's see. holding it together pretty well, I'm guys. Together, I promise. Yeah, I didn't eat a whole lot today, and I'll give a shout-out to this company. Don't know anything about them. I was about uh, to say, are we going to just shout-out what's in front of us? Yeah, big... Shout-out to my Hydra Flask with my British Strong Style King of King stickers. Boom. Uh, sent to me by Pete Dunn's baby mama. Is that uh, for real? Yeah. Oh, she's, wow. she's incredible. She sent me a shirt and, that uh, I couldn't get at a merch booth um, because they sold out, so she mailed me one, and she put stickers in my... She's amazing, yeah. That's she's not a, nearly as cool as my Big Brother incredible. Root Beer that I'm holding here. My, but no, that's know, awesome. But big Brother Big Brother Root Beer is pretty damn cool. It's it's 
Root beer for adults. The only root beer for refreshment the during only... the Fight Not Pod... The Fight Not Podcast. <laughs> the Fight Talk Podcast. Now we're just fucking around. Yeah, we're fucking... I gotta Rush. cut this off. <laughs> All right, Kayla. Thanks for coming on. No problem.